All right, welcome back. Borderline Raptors, episode numero quattro is up. Uh, first things first, apologize for the quality tonight. It's not the best. I don't have my mic. I'm on my AirPods uh, doing this thing because I screwed it up. Uh, so it's not as great as it could be. It's a little tinny, but the actual content is this is a good one tonight. I like it. Uh, and it starts, you know, I should mention that last night, uh, Kitch reached out to me because he wanted to talk to me. This was like at 9.30 at night. And I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? Is there something up with Deno? Kitch got a problem. What's happening? And most guys don't reach out to each other at night to say, I just want to talk. I just want to shoot the shit. Which, as it turned out, he did not just want to shoot the shit. He wanted to let me know that he'd listened to last week's pod. And if we're trying to get this thing down to 60 minutes or so, uh, he let me know that I talk too much. Uh, so <laughs> I think he might be onto something there that I do need to scale it back, which I endeavored during the first part of this um, podcast, and I, which I thought I did a decent job, but we do need to get this thing down to shorter uh, a shorter time frame, which we are going to do. Uh, we talked about in the post-pod how we're going to do it. We don't achieve it in this one necessarily. We're about like an hour and 15 minutes on this one, but um, we will endeavor to get this thing to 60 minutes. That is the goal. It's happening. Uh, and we're going to start with that next week, even though, and I say that we still had to bump. We didn't get to the Brock pop, pop culture segment this uh, tonight that we want to. So, uh, but we will get to that next week. That's a, that's happening. So tonight it's a brief uh, recap of what storylines in the NBA, which there weren't a ton. We talked a little bit of the world series, uh, NFL storylines from week six, backyard gambling, uh, what drives you crazy, any other business, but it's amazing how much we can talk about this shit. Uh, and we probably shouldn't. So, this is getting down to 60 minutes. I promise you that. But uh, in light of that, we've got the World Series starting tonight. So with with that, we, we thought we'd reach out to Tommy Lasorda to get his thoughts on the Dodgers and what he thinks of their opponent, the Tampa Bay Rays. So to kick things off, Tommy Lasorda, welcome to the pod. And please give us your thoughts on the Dodgers opponent. Hey, tell them son of a bitch is up there. If, that, if I go one more fucking time and this thing don't work, I'm going to grab their fucking asses. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Hey, I gotta get ready now. Gotta get in the right fucking frame of mind. Fucking assholes. Kitch! Hello! Michael Denomi, Daddy of I. Welcome back. That's your baby Vi. That's a baby Vi. Hello. Uh, quickly, Deno, why don't you, uh, I must admit, I had a few people uh, surprised to hear that you're having a second child. I had a few people very excited that you're having a second child. Uh, so why don't you just give us a quick little recap of the uh, of the event and let us know how baby Vi is doing. Yeah, recap. Um, it, it is mine. It is mine. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the recap. I was surprised as well, um, for, for the record, but it it is mine. I'm very it. confident made- in that part. You might want to try. To, you might want to try something other than it. But yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. she is mine. She is yeah. mine. No, born, born Tuesday. We got back on Saturday. Um, everything's everything's good. She's healthy. She sleeps a lot. Not sleeping at night, a lot during the day. But I'm having my second drink since she's been back. So I'm uh, I'm celebrating on the pod tonight. I miss the pod. Uh, I know, need I the know, pod. I'd say other than Johnny Bart, everyone missed you too. I heard that. I actually listened to part to part of the pod and. I was pretty embarrassed on the baseball section. Like I got angry oh. hearing you guys talking baseball. 
and your suggestions. Like, I'm going to do a separate pod by myself on how bad that was. Like, oh, seven innings, runner on second. Let's start with bases loaded. Let's go to a shortened schedule. Let's have a bubble. All the stuff historians hate, you guys were all against it. Total against it. Oh, my well, God. I, I, I guess the question you have to ask yourself is, do you still want to watch the sport in 20 years, or do you want it to be gone off the face of the earth? I know it's a regional sport. It's coming, Bart. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. But your logic around it, like how they make revenue and stuff, you guys didn't care about that. You said, you know what? Let's play every day. Let's put a bubble. Let's bubble it up. No fans. Yeah. Long-term strategy. Yep. No fans. Well, 20 years from now, you'll be able to watch that on your local channel, too. It's the only <laughs> yeah, way you get a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, All right. Well, Don, listen. Welcome back. Uh, I love. By the way, can I say I love the name Vi? Great name. Vi. But Vi. Is she going to be now... Becky and I discussed, is it V or Vi? Is that going to be a short? V or Vi? It's both right now. I'm I'm calling her V and Kennedy's calling her Vi. I go, I want to call her Vi, but I keep calling her V. So. I like Vi. I'm a Vi guy. Yeah. Yeah. Vi. There we go. Any, thought, any thoughts on Vi or V? Vi for me. <laughs> I'm with Vi. Vi All right, um, Let's go. Even though I've already addressed this in the opening a little bit, but uh, we should just briefly welcome all of our net new listeners, which uh, I think there are a few. Based on the, the analytics, uh, I think there are a few. So... To everyone out there who's just finding their their hold on borderline raptors, welcome. Woo. Great, great to have you. Great to have. Uh, all right, so we are um, one of the first agenda items was now that basketball is over. A lot and a lot of people have asked us like, what are we going to talk about? And you know, what? that's a fairly good question. Like, and I was then I started to think down the line like, what are we going to talk about once football's done and baseball? No one knows if baseball or any other sports going to be around. Like, we're going to have to. We're going to figure this out pretty quickly, Deno, and then we're going to we're going to lean on you to come up with those topics. Topics, basically, we can talk about anything you can bet on. Like this is the <laughs> most simple topic. As Kitch says, I want action tonight. Kitch is like pinging me, Deno, who do you got tonight? I just need action. That's <laughs> the issues this group has. That's what we got to bring to our audience. You want action? Listen to our podcast, baby. We got lots of action. <laughs> So you think we should go more heavy into gambling? Okay. <laughs> action. People want action, Bart. I want more action. More action. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I don't mind that. Kitchy, are you joining us tonight? Or is yeah. It, what do you, what, what, are, we, oh. are, we, are, we, are we talking NBA stuff? What are we doing? <laughs> well, we're going to talk NBA. Well, just, we're just trying to we're easing our way into the agenda. I know. Don't worry. We're going to be under 60 minutes. I'm controlling the, I'm controlling the time tonight. Yeah. But do you, have any, do you have any worries that we're going to struggle once uh, we have no sports? No. Well, there's tons we can talk about basketball. Free agency. I liked. I liked the uh, suggestion from Slash today. We break down the players, the Raptors players, what their social lives, what they do for kicks. Like just, just, just break down a player a pod. I like that. I like that idea. Yeah, but you know what? So first of all, our buddy Slash, uh, who started a WhatsApp chat group with our pod, which I don't like that at all. By the way, I did not like that at all. <laughs> so we do not need Slash in our pod world. However, he did have a good suggestion that. But I thought it was like a throughout the season thing where we will give you a human interest story on the Raptor. Like we'll go through, we'll break down all 12 or 13 Raptors, but that'll be like during the Raptor season, not like off season. I think it's, no one cares about that. It's going to be, it's going to be topical. Like yeah, the the off season. What, the, what they're doing in the off season. I like it in the well, off season. Well, how do we know what they're doing in the off season? We'll find out. We got connections. We'll find <laughs> we'll out. Oh, all right. Well, we'll look at it. Anyways, uh, Celeste, thank you for that. Uh, shocking that Celeste came up with a, with a pod. Uh, idea that we all agreed on that we liked that was uh, that was refreshing for last all right so uh in the current times we are going to just talk a little bit of basketball this week not very much because there's not a lot that happened 
uh, we get a little Raptor stuff around Freddie and uh, a little bit of Kawhi stuff, former Raptor, uh, and some of the shit that came out of uh, L.A. this week. So, Kitch, why don't you start with Freddie? You're the one who brought that up. I didn't know about that. So, Freddie, uh, apparently the, the, the heavy rumors out there is he's getting some uh, serious interest from the Knicks. Knicks have a ton of cap space. The rumblings out there that that, that we're hearing and reading is is he can he could get sort of uh, the Malcolm Brogdon tight money deal that he received, which would be a four four year eighty five million dollar deal. So that's basically twenty one and a half million a year. So so the question I throw out is he worth is he worth this? Like he's not that he's not the max. So the max for him would be around twenty five five. So they're not giving him max dollars. But uh, is is twenty one five too much for us to pay for Freddie? Are we letting him go at twenty one five? No, I don't think so. Daniel? Yeah, like I think this is all about our cap room for the following year, right? So the Raptors got to try and keep him at at uh, eighty mil for four years, right? So they can offer the max if we have a have a chance at Kitch. What's his name? Giannis. Genus. Onto Tukumbo. Onto Tukumbo. Onto Tukumbo. Onto Tukumbo for three. Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> That's close enough. It's kind of in the ballpark. Is that right, my brother? No shit. Yeah. Genius. If we have, yeah. uh, if we want the possibility of him. So is is he worth it? You know, who would you take, Brogdon or Freddie V? Right. I, I love Freddie V. I take Brogdon all day. I I take Brogdon all day Me over too. Freddie. I, I would do. Too. I, I would love too. him. I love him. I love Freddie too. So yeah, like, do, do we pay the extra mil, mil and a half to keep him? Yeah, we. We do, and then if we do, we got to do something creative to kind of open up space. We got to somehow make some interesting trades to kind of get uh, get our cap space for the following year to go after Giannis. Okay, well, first of all, I think you guys are way offside. That's you know what? Don't disparage my should have been all star from this year and say that Brogdon's that head and shoulder. The way you just described that is head and shoulders better. That's bullshit. Freddie is right there. He's in that Brogdon category. I think we're ready to pay him twenty million, and we would. We would we're not letting him walk yeah, for twenty million. Twenty, yeah, twenty. I'm fine with. Dano, I think Brogdon can probably make a shot in the playoffs. though. Kenny, he? he can probably make a shot in the playoffs. Kenny. Oh my God! Can I remind you who's got the ring and who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. And who was awesome in the finals when he played? Yeah. Okay. So that's you're way off hey. base there. So, but I agree with you, Dano. It is about the cap space. But we, they can find. They're going to lose Gasol. They're going to yeah. sign. Abaka, oh God, that to me is the is the key one. Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna have a whole Raptors preview, so we yeah. let's get yeah. too dig deep into this one. But I think if it's anything more than twenty twenty one, then we may have to see him see him yeah. off if someone offers him more than that. But I, I think for that, we're we're good with that. So that's yeah. our that's our Raptors uh, moment for the week. So that's it. We're done with Raptors. That's it. I think we got it. Uh, but story out of LA this week, which is kind of interesting. That whole implosion, and then three players on record. I guess what I remember is that it's Beverly. Montrell Terrell and Lou Williams were pissed with the whole way Kawhi got treated uh, in Clipperland, but not how he got treated like poorly. That it, it was deferential to him. He he basically was calling all the shots between Doc and how much he played, and and they're not happy. Like I think LA is on the verge of an implosion. Well, that's like that's how it worked in Toronto. Like, what were they thinking was going to happen? Like Kawhi is his own GM. He's not a whiner like LeBron. LeBron's GM too, right? But, like, what were they expecting? The Raptors gave him everything he wanted. said, we're going to – whatever you want to do. You, you want to go to the washroom? You want to – you want whatever you want to do, you do it. We want to come out. You get out. You sit. You sit. Whatever. Like, the Clippers and the players. The players were, like – I was watching the videos of when they signed Kawhi. Of the guys calling him out, high-fiving, hugging, loving, talking about championships and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you're getting him. But he comes with baggage, Right. 
do I think these reports are all real? No, I don't. I follow Lou Williams on Twitter. He's going, don't, don't believe what you, you know, what yeah. you're reading stuff. I love Lou Williams. Caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got caught. Again, he did, right? again. Okay, yeah, again. Yeah, right? yeah. I, love, I love Lou Williams on Twitter, man. He has the best one-liners. Oh, my God. So anyways, I don't, I don't believe it. Do I think there's some jealousy there? Yeah, you got some vets, right, that have been there. This new guy comes in. But, like, what were you expecting? Like, it's, it, it's, it's the Kawhi way. Yeah, and if and you're right, like winning solves everything, right? So if they if they won, yeah, be yep. fine, it'd be fine. But you, as soon as you lose, then all of a sudden people start to point fingers and and I, one of the things they had said, which was kind of was interesting, is 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 they let him buy a house in San Diego, so he was living in San Diego and he was always late for team flights and making the team wait on him and stuff like that. So so I guess that was a, I guess that was a big stink. Yeah, team. but but if that shit is true, if that's if that if those facts if those, if those are facts and that's real stuff. Guess what? You are going to alienate your teammates doing that stuff because that is bullshit. You can't you can't be that guy. Like I'm sure I'm pretty sure the superstars from from uh, years past they're not doing that shit. Nor would the teams put up with it. So, but I agree, it's a totally different era, different times. But mm-hmm. that is if I'm a fucking player. I'll tell you what. Dennis shows up late to this podcast. It pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. So he pisses on, you off every night. He pisses you off part, every night. And I was on paternity leave. Paternity leave. <laughs> Maturity, we have great. The pods got great benefits, by the way. That one week paternity <laughs> was amazing. Oh my god! Oh, Thanks, you're guys. Thanks. You're welcome. Kitchen, Kitchen didn't want to give it to you, but I, I thought it was the right thing to do. <laughs> right. yeah. That was the right thing to do. Um, I just like to point out that we're ten minutes in, and you guys realize how much, how little I've talked so far. Then I don't know if you're aware. No, of you've it. talked still a fair bit. You just don't no, know. No, no, I haven't. No, no, I, I've been tracking it. I've been tracking. So I, I let the audience know in the intro that Kitch. Uh, Kitchen formula. <laughs> I'm the last pod that perhaps I talked too much, and I might be reading. So I'm just scaling back. This is me just just soaking it all in with your great insights. It's, it's easy not to talk. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> this could this be our lowest rated pod, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kitch, what's next on the on the agenda you put together for World us? World Series. Sure. World Series. Oh, we write the World Series. Oh yep. my God, we're gonna be flying through today. Easy, uh, Deno. So you obviously had some issues with our, our recap of baseball last week. Did you want to? Do you want to give your little insight to start things on the uh, World Series? Well, I, I of course first of all want an apology from you, Bart. I was thinking back to like pod number five or six when you were saying, "Oh, the Yankees got the easiest division," and you were ripping Boston sucks, Toronto's five hundred, and you said Tampa isn't that good. And I said, Bart, have you seen their pitching? Do you recall that pod, Bart? Yes. I, you know what? I, I actually yeah. That's when I, I was not drinking as heavily as I do during these pods. So I actually, I do, I do remember that one. I do remember that one. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I was right about everything except for the race. Because Boston yeah, yeah. did suck. Yeah, yeah. Jays were 500. J- Jays did come you're right. No. You know what? I had no, to be honest, I had no idea yeah. that they had no. that many arms yeah. who can throw all. It's amazing. They have five guys who throw 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Tampa, like, the. Where I was, I watched a lot of baseball. I could not believe like Atlanta's Atlanta's bullpen and stuff, and like like even like the Marlins and stuff. They're throwing like six, seven guys out there, and their their fifth, sixth guy throwing like ninety eight and, and stuff. And so these a lot of these teams, I was very surprised on how good they are. But as far as the world, the World Series goes, like I just I'm just a big believer in like Tampa Tampa's World Series was getting there, and like the Dodgers World Series is not right. So that's that's why I think the Dodgers are huge favorites here. I was hoping Tampa would actually win that win game one, and then possibly put a and then put a bet on the Dodgers to win the series. Um, oh. I just think it's finally it's finally Dodgers year. Uh, I think it goes six. I 
I got Dodgers in six. Well, who cares? It's an asterisk World Series. It doesn't matter yeah. for them. Yeah. But I must admit, I was I, I was a little sad uh, when you think about the fact it would have been great if Houston was in the finals, right? The Houston <laughs> Dodgers would have been would have been way better, way more intriguing. If you if you think of Houston, right, and all that crap they went through, then you think of who they had in their pitching staff when they were winning. Cole and Verlander were getting four starts in that series. Like that that yeah. could be the one two in baseball. They're off their team, and they're one win away. Like D- Dusty Baker did an unbelievable job with them in the playoffs. The regular season, they had didn't have it going, but they are a deep squad uh, offense offense wise. Next year, I think they're in trouble. They're going to lose a lot of guys, a lot of guys next year. So it's going to be well, interesting, interesting to see. Yeah. So. So is Tampa. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Well, Dan, let's, why don't you give us your prediction? No, yeah. you, you did Dodgers and six. Yeah. You yeah. Said Dodgers and six. Yeah. Uh, Kitch, do you have any insights to this? The North American, we'll call it the North American World Series for our British listeners. My only insight is Tampa Bay has been a good sports city to be in recently. Won the NHL, finals of the, of, the, uh, of the baseball, and the Buccaneers played like a Super Bowl champion last weekend. So good city, good sports city to be in recently. Well, I'll tell you what, little known fact that I read today, which this has never happened before. This is the first time the World Series has been contested by the current NBA champion and the current NHL champion. Oh, wow. Interesting. So there you go. There you go. Well, no fact. Little clip Bart, for you right there. Bart, amazing. Keep them coming. I know. I know. Well, I read, right? I do I do like to read things. So, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Because I am uh, so well-researched now on the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, and I, I did. I will correct my mistake from from thirty pods ago. I'm I'm going to take the Rays in seven. A heartbreaker oh, for the Dodgers oh, again. Rays, oh, oh. Rays in seven. That's an hey, easy. It'll dub. pay well. It'll pay well. Uh, I know. You know what? I was surprised that they were uh, they were plus one eighty to win the series. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's aggressive. Right. That's right. It's aggressive that's right. for good piss. For yeah. Yeah, that Morton is just a stud too. Like he's going to retire. He was going to retire, and he goes, Ah, you know what? I'll play another year. He pitched their two biggest games of the year. How old is he? Thirty-seven. Like that. If they didn't have him, there's no way they get through the Yankees or or or, or get the World Series. Like Morton's wow. the man. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. I'll give him that. He's pretty good. But you know what? How good is Mookie Betts? By the way, he had his last two games of that that uh, NLCS. Oh yeah, my de- god, he defense. Well, you could almost you could almost you could make the argument that defensively he saved and flash won those games. Ready, Freeman. Lifts this one way up there. It's like Betts didn't see it at first. Now goes back. Jumps and he does it again. Mookie putting his stamp all over the NLCS defensively. Right? Either one of those balls drop. That changes the whole. You know, he doesn't make a couple of those catches at the wall. Yeah. Like those are those are huge plays, especially in game seven. Bart, it's time, Bart, it's time for a jersey. You're a Mookie Betts. I do like, oh. you know what? I do, I do oh. like Mookie Betts. And oh. his, his nephew plays tennis and Hilton Head. So oh, I have a connection. Well, well, there you go. He could be on the pod. Mookie could be on the pod, actually. <laughs> when when, when he retires? Pod. Did you see the, <laughs> yeah. see the contract he signed? Like, oh, my God. He's yeah. going to play in 70. And you know what? And it'll be a re- it'll be playing for a regional team. <laughs> he's 70, that's for sure. Um, all right. Uh, well, but by the way, I just – and I have to check the Rays, too, because the Dodgers, I mean, I've got the Braves 9-1 to oh, to win the NLCS. Oh, to win the pennant oh. up 3-1. <laughs> I must admit, I do. Uh, to one of our new listeners, Kentucky Russ, uh, who who is my member, member partner, 
uh, coming up here in a few weeks in Hilton Head. Uh, I did not like, I did not care for the fact, even though he knew I had that kind of money on the line, he was still cheering for the Dodgers game seven. I didn't like that Kentucky road. I'll talk to him about it. Uh, all right. So I think that's, are we done with baseball? I think we're done with baseball, right? So we're moving. Yeah. We're just chugging along here. This 59 minutes is no problem. No problem tonight. Uh, all right. That gets us to, why are you waving at me, Kitch? What is, so, so what is that we'll be tight. We'll be tight. Oh, you, you, <laughs> you're not convinced? I'm not convinced, no. You're not convinced. Uh, all right, listen. Kitch, it's your show now. It's all up to you. You can decide how long we go here because here we are to the NFL. Uh, so it's the Kitch storylines from week, what are we, week six? Is that week six? Week six, yep. Week six storylines. All right, take it away. No COVID or no COVID cancellations or postponements this week. So that's that's a, that's a win. We, we did nothing delayed. Everything was everything was tickety boo. Sorry, but I just want to say I have a problem with that because what? I am loving the five o'clock Monday night game <laughs> and Tuesday. Tuesday. I want more COVID. Yeah, I want more COVID. More <laughs> NFL COVID, please. Seriously, why wouldn't the NFL, especially when baseball is done every night, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, pump it out there? Who cares? Like. <laughs> I'm serious. Think of the ratings they got on a Tuesday, a Tuesday night game. I bet you their ratings were amazing. Put anything out there. Might be a bit of a scheduling scheduling issue there. Where you gotta catch, rest six or seven catch. Days. Those are the details. <laughs> I want results. Details, Kitch. Well, you know what? So, Deno, I, I 100% agree with you. And, I, Kitch, I'm surprised you don't think this is doable. It's a 1,000% doable. They've got – how many mathematicians or algorithm experts <laughs> on staff do they have? Like, this is an easy fix. Them. And I'm telling you, this will be, this will be a byproduct of the COVID NFL season. They're absolutely going to do this, right? They're, we will have games. Well, two nights a week, we won't have games. Wednesday and Friday. That's it. Those will be the two, weeks, two nights a week we won't have them. They're not going to mess with high school football, which is Friday night. They're not going to mess with college football. They can't go against college football on Saturday. Fucking right they can. No, they can't. Be, they won't Why be not? To. They won't be allowed to. They, 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 that, that will not oh, pass. Be allowed. Well, they'd win. Uh, I, don't, they, I don't even know. Ooh. I don't know. College football's, That's tough. Yeah, That's tough. Yeah. College football is huge in the U.S. They're huge. Guys, I, as, as, a, as, a <laughs> non, as a non-tax resident of the United States, <laughs> I'm well aware of the luster of college football because most of the guys that, that are in that my my uh, my zone in Hilton, they are they're huge college. I think they care more about college than they do the NFL oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that doesn't that's not necessarily the Southeast is not necessarily a fair representation. Like I'm pretty sure in North Dakota, they'd be happy to watch an NFL game over. <laughs> that's a great population. Target. Yeah, <laughs> that's your target market right there. Fargo, Fargo, Fargo. You pay tax anyways, anywhere? You say non-tax. Twenty years isn't pay yeah. tax. I tell you, as a sensitive, sensitive subject right now, uh, as a, with my current, with my current uh, continental issues, that's a sensitive subject right now. Sorry, uh, I apologize. You know, we'll take that one. You know, we'll take that one off air. Or off, <laughs> off the radio. We'll take it off the radio. <laughs> the radio. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, Kitch. So go. Keep keep going. Going. Sorry. All right. So just when you think you have the NFL figured out, once again, you get blindsided. It's a, it is amazing to me how a team can look so bad the previous week and so good the following week. Tampa Bay lost to Chicago in a, in a terrible Thursday night game. They looked awful. And then they completely came out and demolished Green Bay. They, they made Rodgers look like a rookie quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So I think that wow. was the best. It was the best Tampa Bay could have played. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm not even, I'm in the uh, essence of time. I'm not even going to comment because I'm going to save that for backyard gambling. Okay, there you go. And then, and then the other one, the 49ers looked awful against Miami, got trounced by Miami. 
and then came came up and put a beat down on the LA Rams, which which shocked the heck out of me too. The, the, but then I went back and looked at the Rams. So the Rams have got four wins this year. They have four wins against all four NFC East teams. So maybe their wins aren't aren't, aren't that substantial. Well, can I just can I just say, Brittany, if you're listening, go back and insert Kitch's comments on on San Francisco from a week ago. Yeah, slice oh, that, slice that baby in right now for sure. Guess what? San Fran, I, I don't know if anybody's figured this out. San Fran is bad this year. Their offense, their defense is awful. Jimmy G is oh. is. They're talking about not. They're talking about benching Jimmy G. <laughs> the guy got in the Super Bowl last year. They're talking about benching him already. Like that team, it, until that team gets some sort of form of health healthiness, you should never bet them for a, for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. The uh, more more of the headline stuff. So. Houston, Houston's playing Tennessee in their game. They score a oh. touchdown. They score a touchdown late in the game. They go up by seven points. So they could kick an extra point to go up by eight or try for two-point conversion to go up by nine. So they decide they're going to go for two. Um, doesn't work out. Now they're up by seven. Tennessee comes back, scores a touchdown, goes overtime. Tennessee scores the first possession in, in the overtime and wins. Would you have gone for the uh, two-point conversion? Look, you are up seven at that point. You kick the extra point, it's eight points. You can't lose the game in regulation, basically, at that point. You can't. And I get this like, hey, we're playing to win thing. But you get two opportunities to stop a team. You get a chance to stop them from getting in the end zone. And then you get a chance on the two-point conversion, which, as we know, is no sure thing in the National Football League. So I am going to speak here. If I'm allowed to speak on this pod, I'm, this you is can. I'm going to do you it. Can. You I'm got gonna you do, you I'm gonna do 12 it right seconds. Here. Go ahead. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do it right here. Uh, so I was watching the game. I had a financial interest in the game. Uh, I can 100% say I agree with the play. You are two and a half yards away from winning the game. Worst case scenario, you're going to overtime. They've got a minute, 46 seconds left with one timeout. They got to go the length of the field. Like there's so many things in your favor that should work out or have the possibility of working out where you win the game. And they were on the other side of worst case scenario. I can't believe the number of people that are shitting on him for that. Like I'm, if they score a touchdown and they've got the two point conversion that they've got to make. So yeah, it's a little bit, that's a uh, little trickier than the extra point, but I have no problem trying to end the game on your terms. I'm, I'm always for that. You get two and a half yards to win the game. I am so for that. You've got two and a half yards. If you don't make to go to overtime, everything's working in your favor. Now, Grant, they collapsed that team. It was Swiss cheese going down uh, the other end. They scored no problem, extra point. And then you just knew at that stage, nothing felt good. You know, if you could in-game that, it was easy money to bet uh, Tennessee to win that game. So, but I, I, the analytics, by the way, say you go for the two there. It's the right play to win the game with that kind of, you, you absolutely go for it. So everyone's shitting all over Romeo Cornell because he's old, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, but he followed the analytics and he did the right move. Now, the play that was missed or that doesn't get enough credit is that Vrabel on the other side, really smart move. Second and one, uh, with just over two minutes left, he purposely ran too many men on the field. Because wow. when you get a defensive penalty at that stage, it stops the clock, right? So he thought, well, fuck, they're second and one anyways. I'm going to let them get the first down, uh, and, we'll, and we'll go from there. So what he ended up doing was stopping the clock. They got the first down. They scored right away. It saved him a timeout, which is what left them with one timeout, um, and allowed them to, to go down the field. So like that was also... Uh, a nuance slash genius play that he did. And I think Vrabel actually is one of those coaches 
who's probably like he's a Nicky Nurse type, you know, I think he's really, really good. And at one point, uh, relatively soon, he's going to be considered one of the top coaches. I mean, look what he's done with Tannehill, by the way. Uh, who was it? Bobby. My boy, Bobby. Uh, Bobby Bart, not Bobby Marcotte. Um He sent me a stat where it's, it looked at the last 14 games of Mahomes and last 14 games of Tannehill. Well, Tannehill's a better quarterback than his last 14 games. Kitch, you would have lost money yeah. on that bet. I would have. Right? I would have. So – but I'm I'm totally okay with it, and I go for, and I absolutely do it. Cornell did. I go for two. Deno. Well, I I believe the same thing happened with the Redskins. Not that anybody cares about that game, but um, oh, yeah, the Redskins. I had the under in that game, and the Redskins scored with like what was it, guys? Like uh, twenty seconds left. It was twenty nineteen. They went for it. Typical Redskins. Um, don't convert Terrible to play. point, but they cover the one and a half point spread. <laughs> like Which, does, by the way, is the most important thing. Like, like, think of the money Vegas made on that because no one's gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take the one and a half or the bet money line or whatever or, or whatever, right? So, anyways, so it was it was done twice. I I say they always say if you're on the road, you go for. It. If at home, you kick the extra point for some reason. Since there's no fans, does that does that really matter anymore? But if I'm if I'm at Redskins, I yeah, I go for it. My we suck. We're playing a crappy team as well I'm, I'm gonna go for it right so yeah so down to that point can i just say i think if you've got two and a half yards to win the game because that was you no know, basically no time left so there's no chance uh the giants come down and do anything with that so yeah they got two and a half yards to win the game but yeah. go for it yeah i'm in get your best play you win the game for a lousy team yes well i'm still in the other camp of you bart i still think i kick the point i go up by eight and then i ask then the other team has to score three times to beat me they have to score a touchdown. They have to score the two-point conversion. They have to win the coin toss, and they got to score in, in overtime. So I'm willing to take that eighth point and, and, and have them try to score three times. It was the same argument, same argument we had last week. They still have to score three times. They've got to kick the extra point, which is no gimme. Well, that's like extra points that gimme. You, 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 well, assume, you assume they're going to make the extra point. You don't assume they're going to get – like extra points are like 80%. Two-point conversions, like, two conversions are like 50%. Wow, can I just tell you the extra point missed last night in the Chiefs game? That was eighty to one. I was a winner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did a lot of good things. I, you know what? We're, if we ever do a great beat segment, I'm gonna do that. Let's do that. Actually, I might do that backer game. I'm making my great beat segment from last night. That was good. That was good beat. Good beat for me. Good beat. <laughs> uh, all right, kids, keep going. Uh, so Miami in the news in the news yesterday or today, they knock off San Fran and New York Jets two weeks oh, in a row. Yeah. Record of three and three. And they come out, and they are sitting Fitzpatrick. So, uh, yeah. Tua uh, is uh, now the uh, is now the new quarterback for them. <laughs> That's well done, Kitch. Well done. Uh, so, do you want to try that one more time, Kitch? I have no idea what his last name is. I don't have a clue. Tua Tua Tag, T Tagliova Tagliova. All right, there you Tua go. Tagliova. Well done. So interesting. Um, interesting. Fitz, Fitzpatrick getting getting the bench after uh, after a, two, a pretty pretty good solid two wins. He seems to be pretty happy about it though. He doesn't seem to be that rattled. Oh my God! Listen, all he's done is kept himself in the league for another five years. Right? This is perfect for him. It's a dream scenario. And I'm, uh, can I say, if I'm Miami, absolutely do this. Right? They're not going anywhere this year. Yeah. This kid's the future. He's had seven weeks to figure it out. Now this is absolutely the right yeah. move. Fitzpatrick was always the backup, right? This is all, so, and I think Fitzpatrick will be the Miami backup for the next three or four years. This is best case scenario for him. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's true. Yeah. And the last one that came out today which was which is headline news. So 
if you just saw the Cowboys got beaten up again last night by Arizona, and finally a couple of the players came out publicly and stated today that the coaching staff is totally unprepared. Quote, Cowboys players initially bought into keeping things internal. Now as they sit two and four, the discontent is leaking out. On the coaching staff, quote, totally unprepared. They don't teach. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. That's what one player told Jane Slater. Another said, quote, they just aren't good at their jobs. <laughs> and, then oh my shows, God. and then it shows videos of the Cowboys players um, not giving their best effort on a, on, a, on a consistent basis and plays on the game. They break it down and show that players given up on them. So there is, there is, there is unrest in Cowboy land for sure when players start publicly calling out the coaches. Well, in week six of the, of the first year, five-year contract. Year. Yeah. 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 Right, on a, right on an interview. Like an interview, the guy comes right on in the interview and says, coaches, coaching staff is not prepared. They don't know what's going on. Like, wow. Well, can I say that based on what I saw last night and I watched almost every second of that game uh, and maybe maybe bet the comeback a few times, um, <laughs> they were they were awful. Like, it, it's it's disgusting how they play defense. Now, Kyler Murray looked really good last night, but I think Dallas made him look really good. Yeah. I mean, the Jets, he even looked better against something against the Jets. Like, I don't know, Mike McCarthy, there was a knock on him in, in Green Bay. Like, Rodgers and him did not get along those last few years because uh, I think he's a pretty set in his ways, old school kind of guy that doesn't necessarily adapt uh, to a lot of these things. So, I don't know. Like, I, I think McCarthy's probably a bad hire, but you know what McCarthy is? McCarthy's a he is, and I hate to say, I'm going to bring politics into this, but Jerry Jones, obviously big right-wing Republican kind of guy. That's who Mike McCarthy is, and that's he wanted one of his guys. He wanted to make sure that none of his guys were going to take a knee. Yeah. They're all going to stand for the like. That's what he was more concerned with, other than getting the right guy for that team of of talented offensive players that they have. Now, obviously, it doesn't help when Zeke dumps the ball twice. I mean, that that was those were killers. And but Dalton threw three picks. Didn't Dalton throw three picks in that game too? I think it was three picks by Dalton and two dumps by Zeke. I think they turned over five times. Did he have three? Yeah. I thought he did. Well, I know he at least two. Um, By the way, another, you know what? I can tell you bad beats. I got a bad beat in that game, too. Um, (laughs) Anyways, we'll we'll save that. But um, yeah, I think McCarthy's a terrible hire, terrible coach. And, you know, I love it. Get him out now and deal with it. Yeah. And I still think NFC East. I still, I, I'm guessing now, I think 5 and 11 wins that division. I think 5 and 11 wins the NFC well, East. Uh, they do, guys, they do play each other twice, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. like those, someone has to win. Maybe it's like three ties, though. Maybe there's three ties, right? I think, I think this, I think this has to go down as the worst division in the history of the NFL. I don't think, I, now my, I think the, division's, a the division's got smaller now, so it, it, it became more prevalent there. But yeah, this is, this oh, is I think it's. I, I think for sure it's got a chance, and I don't think five, but I think six and ten for sure wins that division. Or six and ten, you're playing. You're playing for your life last week. If you're six <laughs> and nine going into week seventeen, you are playing for a playoff spot. I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. All right. And I can say my last, my last, last update for the week, and it's more of a of a discussion point for you guys is so the jets are 0 six the only team 0 six so i'm gonna i'm gonna read you the jet schedule quickly here and you could you tell me what game the jets can win so the jets play buffalo they play kc they play new england play the chargers they play miami they play vegas seattle Mm. rams Mm. browns and Mm. patriots Mm. easy patriots you think they they get a win with one of of the two patriots games yeah patriots suck 
I would be all over the 0-16 Jets wow. bet at the current time. Wow. No, I agree. I, I, I do agree. I, I don't think the Jets win a game. <laughs> I saw Gase interviewed today. We just we've never put anything together consistently. You know, it's we haven't done anything well this year at all. I mean, we just we just hurt ourselves so much. This year we we gotta figure out a way to improve really quickly, you know, from top to bottom from Coaches, players, doesn't matter. It's everybody, we we gotta we gotta get things better. He's a train. If Mike McCarthy's a bad coach, Adam Gay should not be coaching Pop Warner. <laughs> how do these teams keep doing this? Like, how do they keep hiring idiots that don't know how to lead? That don't like. They oh my god, they make so many mistakes. Like you, you mentioned, we we would talk about Bell enough, but like, what are you thinking? Like, why do you keep doing the same dumb decisions? Oh my God! Well, I hope they go zero and sixteen. Like we said, right? Old boys club. But how about this as a concept? And I really believe this could work in almost any sport. Maybe basketball being the the, the one you couldn't do it. But why do you need a football guy to be your head coach? Why couldn't you go get Bill Gates to be your head coach? Guy, like, why can you not get a, a prominent CEO to come and say, "Hey, listen, I'm your head coach. I'm going to hire all the smart, tactical people around me. I'm going to make sure they're doing their jobs properly, as I did in any other company." And we're gonna we're gonna be successful that way. Like, and I I guarantee right now Bill Gates could manage a fucking clock better than any one of these guys. He would understand the intricacies of managing the clock and when to use the time because he's a smart guy. Like, not play calling though. He can't even play calling. No, that's what I'm saying. He's never gonna play call, but he's gonna like he's gonna hire. You're gonna get the best offensive coordinator, but Gates is gonna know enough about how to run an organization to say, you know what, you play caller. This is how we're gonna like you're calling the plays, but here's what I expect from you, right? And whatever that that is to get back, but it's just going to be a philosophy of how to do things. Like I don't think the head coach of a football team needs to be an X and O's guy. And I don't think he needs to be a former player of any kind. I think I'm telling you right now, that's the next move for the NFL. Bart, I I have another idea, a bit extreme, but like, why don't you bring in like, instead of that idea, which I actually agree with your idea. um, Thank you. Why don't you bring in like, like a motivator or like someone who's like inspirational, like Hulk Hogan, baby. Imagine Hulk Hogan on the, on the sidelines part. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Imagine what him. You gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah. Richard Simmons? Richard Simmons oh, on there too. Richard Simmons, the cheerleader? Like well, Bart, come know, on. I think uh Deno, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hundred percent be on board with that, but I think he could be a tool. Richard Simmons or Hulk Hogan could be a tool in Bill Gates' toolbox. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Kitch, let's, let's keep it rolling. Is that was yep. it your last one? That was it. That was it. Yep. Okay. Well, NFL, here we go. Uh, all right. So that takes us right into, uh, I believe, bum, bum, backyard gambling. <laughs> Don't we got to do our picks? Our picks? Well, we'll do it. it that's backyard yeah. gambling. Backyard oh, gambling. Okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I was on paternity. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, for for our, uh, our old-time listeners, we'd like to welcome Deno to the pod. <laughs> All right, so going into the week. Tough, tough, tough week. Tough week for the Kitch. Tough week for the Kitch. So Kitch is leading, Kitch, Kitch leading nine, to, nine, six, nine, nine right, six wrong going into the week. Uh, his first pick was the LA Rams over San Fran minus the three and a half. San Fran actually showed up after I after I lambasted. Splice it in, Brittany. Splice it in right now. Splice it in. 
<laughs> my second pick was Green Bay over Tampa Bay. I said oh, Tampa oh, Bay was. Oh. I said Tampa Bay was awful. Green Bay was good. The kitchen um, jinx. Oh, Tampa Bay. Oh. Those games aren't even close. Neither of those two oh. were even close. Oh, no. And then the third one was what I'm hating in the NFL now is Baltimore. I had Baltimore with Philly oh. by seven and a half, oh. and the refs now are calling these ticky tack. Um, pass interference, bomb calls, drive me crazy, and not just that game, other games too. What the what the receivers have now realized is if they sort of stick a hand in the chest of the defender, the defender obviously grabs that hand to get it out of there, but then he gets called on the defensive pass interference. That's a trend that's happened in the league that I don't like, and I don't. And and you watch that end of the Baltimore game, they were fist fighting for the ball, the two defender. It was a it was a it was basically a hail mary kind of kind of throw, and these guys were sort of grabbing each other and then right away defending guy got called they were both looking at the ball that was crap i should get a quarter right. for that one I should get a quarter. can i just say there's a trend going on in this pod lately you're combining a lot of segments <laughs> you're in the watcher i think storyline topic from uh the segment ago eight what? seconds ago you could turn this as a, as a segment as a topic a lot of complaining too of complaining. all right all right so right I, kids went all three kids went all three he's down he's back, he's back to nine and nine so uh, not that 50%, 50% Deno, 50% catches this week. <laughs> and in second place, Deno, he has Carolina over Chicago. I think I think Chicago's now for real. Chicago won 23-16, 5-1 oh, anyway, Chicago. Right. Jeez, yeah. I got through there. Uh, Deno had Giants, Washington under 43, 20-19 for the Giants. That's an under win. And he had the Jets versus Miami under 47. 24 nothing is a long ways under 47. Woo-hoo. Deno, well done, Deno. Before we get into my picks, um, Deno, would you like to enlighten the audience to the little uh, little bitch fest you and Kish had over WhatsApp this week with respect to the pit? Like, do you want to take us through it? No, like I was on paternity, right? So I'm I'm finding stuff out. So I'm I'm eight six and one, and Kish and the Poggles and Deno's fifty three percent. I'm going. I'm eight six and one. Like, how does that? It's not eight eight and seven. It's eight six and one, right? And Kish is a great financial advisor. Don't let them do fractions. Don't let them do any fractions. Jesus, or I, make, I make one mistake and then I'm hanging off it. Hanging off one mistake. Oh, no, you always miss my picks up, too. So that's why I'm very sensitive. I'm now auditing everything Pitch does just to make sure it's done proper because I'm I think, winning this thing. Yeah, so I think a fan everybody should realize this is probably one of the most important things in Deno's life at the moment. He's really, yeah, fo- yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really focused on this. I was this. watching these games. I know mine in the game. I'm watching it for the pod. It's like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, Kitch, yes or no? This is important for the audience. We need to we need to establish the relationships here a little bit. Obviously, you and Dental lifelong buds, but yes or no? You a little bit? You got, you seem like you got a little bit perturbed over what's that tonight? No, I wasn't. I wasn't perturbed. I wasn't oh, perturbed. I don't think you were. I think you were. I was not. I was not perturbed. Uh, you seem. But you want you want you wanted me to be perturbed, Bart, because you like to stir the it. pot. You I, like to. I, I do love it. I really did love it. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I can break you two up. This will be awesome. We'll do separate pods with each one of you. <laughs> so Deno's at a 58%. Deno, I think that's 58%. 58. By the way, that is officially making money. <laughs> yeah, that's making money. Bart this week, uh, he was trailing. He was going rough coming in this week, but he had he had Miami over the Jets minus nine and a half, 24 oh. nothing. That's a win. Easy dubs. Easy dubs. He, he also Easy. had the Dano the Carolina pick over Chicago, oh. which uh, did not come through for him. Oh. Then he had oh, Casey over Buffalo minus three and a half to go 20. Well, they won 26 17. Mm-hmm. Two one, baby. Bart with a two and one week. He moves up to nine and nine, ties Kitch at 50%. Another not money making venture when you count the juice. Early days. But, uh, 
but he is coming back. So that's the that's the sum, summary for the week in the in the competition of oh. in the competition of we sure can't yeah. beat them. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, kitchen. What is we it, Deno? What is it, Deno? We, Hey, Deno, go ahead. You do, no, see, you're up there. I'll do it, Deno. We are. One, one. Oh, no, wait. oh wait, wait, like we can't beat them, but we can cover. Oh, we sure can't cover. I said we can't beat him, and I got cut off. Well, I was, I was right. You like we sure can't beat them, but oh, we can't the, cover. Oh, I put the sure first. The sure is in the. No, you're like we sure can't cover, and we sure can't beat them. You don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. <laughs> so in that <laughs> race, in that race, Kitch was leading with a one, one and a half going one and half going into league, and he had Cincy over Indy, plus the seven and a half. Mm. Indy one by four. Oh, that is a full point. That's a full point full for Kitch up to two nice and a half. Work, Kitch. Hey, wow. Yeah. Well Deno done. was at one going into the week. Deno had Denver over New England plus the ten. My team keeps winning. Yeah. <laughs> Get those money line dog bets, Deno. Oh, yeah. I know. So Deno gets a half. He's up to one and a half, trailing by one. And then Bard had the skinny Atlanta plus four over Minis- over Mini. Atlanta won forty to twenty three. It's a half. It's half, a half. half. I need it. I need a half. Otherwise, I fall too far behind. I needed that. <laughs> I needed it. Tell you what, this is a great segment. This is my favorite bet of the week. <laughs> okay, so we're into uh, we're into this week's picks. So I will. Uh, no, Deno. Deno's leading. Deno, who do you got? Who do you got this week? It's simple, boys. Get the big U out for the unders. The unders are coming back. <laughs> unders coming back. Kitch. I don't care what the spread is. I don't care what the numbers are. We got the Giants under, Jets under. Like these New York teams, they are so bad. When are the Jets going to score more than like 10 points? Never. They're never going to score 10 points. So I got Jets under, Kitch. I got Jets right under now. 45 like, and a half. 45 and, under 45 and a half. That one opened at 48. It's at 45 and a half already. <laughs> like everyone's going like, is Buffalo win 47 zip? Like what, what's going on there? Like what, what's going on? Uh, next one, Giants under. It's now well, that, that, that line's gone down too. Ugh, 43 and a half. I don't care. The Giants are just horrible. And then my third one, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take Bart's team. They're, they're having a great, a great year. I'm gonna take Jacksonville, <laughs> Jacksonville <laughs> Chargers under. Oh my god, Bart, you jinxed that team for life. Jacksonville, like you did go to the Super Bowl, didn't you? The Super Bowl. Can I just say? Can I just say? I'm officially. Uh, I'm now officially. I bet it this week again in a parlay. Oh, no, I'm officially. Oh my uh, god! Money line. I money line them. I even money line them. Oh, so that's god. that's under forty nine and a half. Jacksonville yeah. forty nine. Yeah, I must admit, I won't pick that. But for that, Daniel, you are right. Forty nine and a half. That's a mistake on the board. That's that for all even you non gamblers out there. Daniel Hines, you go open an account right now and you jump. On that 49 and a half. <laughs> that's a mistake. Mistake on the board. All right, Bart, you, you rallied in the second there. So you you come up with your picks this week. I thought we were tied. We're tied, but you rallied in. So I'll give I'll give I'll let you oh, see, I got retro. I got retrogression. Yeah. Okay. Uh so here we go. Easy, easy. And I, I said I would uh, I'd wait till the, the back of your game instead of talking about it. So yeah, Tampa looks like world beaters, but guess where they look like world beaters? In Tampa Bay. Right, where has Tom Brady lost both his games this this uh, year on the road? So this one's an easy one. I got the Las Vegas Raiders plus three as pick number one. You, that's, o- that's Oakland? All. you got Oakland, okay? Oakland, are your first pick? Not Oakland, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, you've changed now. You've actually graduated yeah. to Las Vegas. Yeah. Well done. I got. It. I got. It. I got it. <laughs> uh, my second uh, pick of the week 
and I love it for Monday night. The Los Angeles slash St. Louis Rams minus five and a half at home against, I can't believe you think the Bears are for real. The Bears are not for real. That offense sucks. They have a decent defense, but trust me, they're not, they're not for real. So the Rams minus five and a half is my end. And sticking with it, home underdogs, baby. Arizona plus three and a half at home to Seattle Seahawks. Oh boy! Look every, I know. Look at every game. Seattle, look at every game Seattle's played. They don't blow anybody out. They, you know, their one blowout was was so-called uh, Miami game, which they scored late in that. It was a turnover. I'm telling you, Seattle's not blow anybody out. Arizona. I may be falling in love with them after seeing what they did last night to the Cowboys. However, <laughs> yes, you I do. Like, no, I'm going trends here. They don't beat. They don't beat anybody big. That's a three-point game, and I get three and a half. That's a winner. I'll be three and zero. I'll be three and zero. Okay. Well, I can tell you, Bart and I will not be tied after this week. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so my my first pick is Chicago plus the five and a half over the Rams. I don't think I do not think that uh, Chicago oh is going to allow the Rams to score many points, and they're going to keep this one tight. So I am with that one. I love Seattle plus the three and a half over Arizona. <laughs> so that is my second choice. And my third choice is Carolina plus seven over New Orleans. Those are my, those are my three for the week. Oh, nice. Well, you know what? Good for you. You have two losers, but good for you. <laughs> you know, and I felt really confident last week in only three. I was a little more shaky this week, so I'm going to be good because I didn't really feel that confident this week with my picks. Over three is a little shaky. Over three is definitely shaky. <laughs> All right. And the uh, – we – we can't beat them, but we sure can cover. There, that's it. We can't beat them, but we that's sure can cover. You got it. After, uh, you know what? 90, 90 seconds later, you got it. Very yeah. good. Hey, so, your retention is unbelievable. That, that pick for me this week, leading that pool, is I'm sticking with Carolina plus seven over New Orleans. Ooh, I like, you know I like what? that. That's bullshit because that was going to be my pick too, but I, I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> Dano, was that going to be your pick too? Uh, nope. You're second. No, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. I actually watched a bit of that Broncos game. I'm actually gonna stick with the Broncos. They like kicking a lot of field goals. <laughs> so, they kick can them you believe everywhere. it's six field goals? Six oh, yeah, from goals everywhere. Games. The guy didn't yeah. miss anything. No, yeah. so I'll take uh, hit the ten points against KC. Denver plus ten. Yeah. Well, it's nine and a half. I have it at nine and a half. So it's, it's uh, live cool. live lines ten. All right. What? I'm staring at Bet365 right now. Yeah, that, that's, that's not a, a joke. That's not that's a not sports a, book. Not a real site. Like that's for people oh. who want to bet on on like the election and all that kind of stuff. That's not a real site. Oh, your your site's like the ticker. It's like the uh, it's like the Nasdaq ticker. It's it's real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. It's this is becoming an impossible segment. If you look at the spreads this week, there's like two games uh, or three games over seven points. Yeah. The big one. Four games. Four. Four games. Yeah. Like that is <laughs> that makes it that makes it a little more challenging uh to do this, especially if I'm not gonna take the one I wanted to bet, uh, which was Carolina. Like I did I did love that. And I may have to go I may have to go back to it because it's all I got. because uh, I can't do I cannot do the Jags. Sweet Jesus. I cannot do the well, I could do the Jags maybe. Eh. <laughs> I could do the Jags. <laughs> I'll write it down. I know it's no, 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 I don't no, I don't I don't like they're terrible. They're terrible. They can't they're, they're, they're terrible. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ! I, uh, oof, this is awful. This is also bad radio right now. <laughs> it um, is. It is. Be prepared. Fact, Come on. Uh, 
Well, I was prepared, but he took it. Right, should let's, we should have a rule. Let's say it. Carolina plus seven. All right, I'll go seven and a half. What? Now you get seven and a half, I get seven? That's bullshit, too. <laughs> seven and a half. All right, I'll go Carolina. I'll stay within shouting distance of you. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so do we want to talk about my good beat last night just quickly? That was, sure. that was great to watch. That was, that was a good one. Quickly, good one. quickly, yeah. Yeah, it was an all-time great beat. Oh. So uh, last night, because I'm home alone and I've got some issues, I'm looking to gamble and I'm looking to catch back. I'm looking to get back all the money I lost on Sunday. So there was a bet offered. I could, it wasn't a bet bill. Like I had to take this bet. The bet was you could bet the player to score the first touchdown uh, <laughs> and a team to win by X number of points within the first half. I scrolled through it and I, I – landed on Kelsey to score the first touchdown and the chiefs to win the first half between one and three points. So if it's tied, I lose. If it's four or more, I lose. So terrible bet. A stupid bet. 81, but the odds are 81. Uh, I put 50 bucks, 50 bucks on Kelsey scores first touchdown in the first quarter. So like, that's like, that's half the battle. Now we get the back and forth bills go up 10, seven with about five minutes left. Kansas city scores to go up. 13 10 but they're kicking the extra point and butker who's like automatic never miss, he slides one right okay <laughs> slides one right. so now it's 13 10. i'm like this is unbelievable <laughs> get the ball back i think they had a couple first downs they punted nothing next thing you know with like a minute and change left can't they get the ball on like the their own 10 10 yard line they move it a little bit uh and then with like 26 seconds they are punting so wait, like, wait, 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 no. Who who fumbled it? Who fumbled it? Oh, sorry, that's right. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. catches the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, they didn't punt. Kelsey catches the ball, uh, fumbles at the fifty-yard line, but with like six seconds left. That's what's yeah, left eight, in the game in the half. So I'm, sitting, I'm like, I'm gold. I, like they're not gonna. So next thing you know, Kansas City goes into the ultimate prevent defense. They've got nine guys at the fucking goal line. So what is what does uh, Buffalo do? They throw a six-yard pass to uh, Diggs, who then runs 10 yards. And next day, with one second left, they're lining up for a 52-yard field goal. That would have fucked me. <laughs> thankfully, the Buffalo field goal kicker shanked her right, and I was an 8-1 winner. Scott Norwide. That's, That's a good beat. That's finally a good beat. Bart, it would have been better if if that would have hit the goal, like hit the goalpost, like hit the goalpost, and then you don't know if it goes in or out, and you're watching it, you were to fall over. That would have been. Well, I tell you what, I was when when they got that for, when they got, when they were lining up for the field goal for that play, I was losing my shit <laughs> in my in my liver. <laughs> Thank goodness no one was around for that. <laughs> That's a great beat. I, you know, a I may beat. be down. I may be down a throw pillow. By the way, I'm going to go right now. All right. Well, I got back backyard gambling tips. So, any other tips for you guys for for gambling? I got a few. You want? Yeah, kids. You want to open us up to a little college? I got a a few. One being one NFL. I think this week you get on the ten point teaser. You tease KC down to a pick, Buffalo down to minus two and a half over the Jets, and then you put that with all all kinds of other combinations on it there. So, if you don't think if you if you think Buffalo and KC can lose, you don't do it. But if you think Buffalo, KC are going to win, play the 10-point tees with them, put them down to less than a field goal each, and then and then put that with a bunch of other combinations. That's my NFL tees pick for well, the week. Well, can I just – I'll give you my little four game for my parlay friends out there who like to parlay. Here we go. Are you ready? I've already, pl- I've already placed the bet. This is in the books. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders, plus 135. 
the San Francisco 49ers at plus 120, the Arizona Cardinals plus 155, and the Tennessee Titans plus 110. All, well, actually, no, San Francisco is not a, a home underdog. They're just an underdog. If it's your home underdog, that's my underdog parlay of the week paying. That also pays. I can't, I can't quite do the math on this one, Denno. If <laughs> roughly, <laughs> roughly 35 to 1. Here we go. Roughly 35 to 1. So if that was, if that was Kitch, it's about 13 to 1. About 13 to 1. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did another one. This one doesn't pay quite as well. This is a, it's a 3 to 1. All money lines. Buffalo money line. Saints money line. Chargers money line. Chiefs money line. Rams money line. You do that. That's 3 to 1. 3 to 1. Okay. That's enlightening. That's enlightening, Bart. Okay, Bart. I'm going to ignore all that. So, boys, I do have some quick stats. To, I do have some quick oh, stats. Oh, stats, yeah. Everybody. So, I oh, always yeah, like yeah. to I'm, – I'm always kind of, you know, during the year, I always trying to find, okay, what's actually happening? So, there's been there's been six games. I was actually quite surprised at some of these stats. So, home home team. So, just straight up, guys, what, what do you think the home team has won? What, what percent this year? Quick, like, just quick guess. What is it? Uh, 52%. I can say 45 Home team, 52%. Is this Deno Trivia? Are we now combining this segment of Deno yeah. Trivia? No, no, oh, no, no. That's good. That's no. So that's, yeah. this is, that's all the games. So again, follows the agenda. <laughs> so, so, so against the spread, I was, I was surprised at some of these thoughts. So away teams are 55% against the, uh, wow. against the spread. Yeah, but that's good. Oh, yeah, that's so Deno, home team, 52%. What would, it, what would you think of being a normal year? Oh God! To win a game, I, I I was thinking like sixty five or something, or yeah, I would have said, said, said seventy for home teams. Yeah, there. maybe even seventy. Because guys, how many teams go eight and zero at home? Like certain teams just to just chalk it wins, right? Yeah, so nobody, yeah, maybe, nobody yeah. goes eight and zero. Oh, Green Bay used to always get go eight and zero. Always. Back when they were really always. good, not always, always. seven and one, eight and zero. Sorry, Bart Star. Yeah, back in those Bart Star days when I wasn't alive. <laughs> yeah, those those were great. Those were great days. So away, um, away favorites, fifty-two percent. Away, away dogs, away dogs, fifty-seven percent. Huh. That's an interesting away dogs. So Again, cover, it's cover or win. Cover, cover. Or just cover, cover. just cover, cover. Okay. cover. Yeah. It just shows it, it's showing what we thought. Home field means nothing. Yeah, like home field really, um, really means nothing. Over unders definitely the start of the year. Lots of lots of overs and stuff. It's kind of evened out. Um, overs are. Fifty-two percent right now compared to forty-eight. I think I think last week it was kind of in line and stuff. So some kind of high-level stats there. So anyone who was actually just betting kind of away dogs is actually up money because who cares who's playing? Take take the away. Wh- whoever's away in the dog, just bet it. I know that is so like that is so against the norms, right? Exactly. It, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's tough to yeah. tough to bat that way, but that's what happened to Bert. So that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you, Dano. Thank you for Deno Trivia. Oh, you know what? And now to Deno Trivia. No, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, we're not? College, no. college, college football. Oh, sorry. You're, you're so college. We uh, we got a few requests from people. Do you have any college action? I do watch some college football, so I'm going to place a pick or two on college uh, each week, and uh, we might have a we might have a college specialist coming on the show next week. We'll, we'll, well not we or, or we will. Mega. Yeah, Mega, Mega, come on, Mega. Mega. But we will at some stage. But we also for my for my southeastern friends. That lot we need to get some college in there, and I'm going to bring uh, a buddy of mine, Robbie Hatler, who I'll tell you right now, if we were all betting his college picks right now, holy, he is on fire. 
<laughs> Absolute fire right now. So yeah, we're gonna get him on for a segment. We're gonna we're gonna have a Hatler segment. So the first pick, which is gonna be a well watched game, is you got Alabama minus twenty one over ten of Tennessee this week. There's a news flash out there. Alabama is good. In the greatest country in the entire world. In the entire world, sir. And what is that name, Mr. Cobb? Alabama, sir. And what do we say? Go Bama! So I will be betting the first half and the game on Alabama. So they probably played their toughest opponent of the year in Georgia last week. Held them scoreless in the second half to win by 17 points. Tennessee's offense is looking awful. The QB position is up for debate. They're, so they're not even sure who they're going to play QB this week because the old QB has been terrible. Um, they lost last week 34 to 7 to, was it Russ? Russ is Kentucky? Was it Russ? No, it was Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah Russ, Russ is Kentucky. Kentucky Russ. Kentucky Russ. Russ had a good day. So I would roll with the tide so far. They've been making money for me every week. Roll with the tide this week. They are free money. The other one, if you want a bit of Friday night action, Ooh. Friday night for college football. Well, <laughs> UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham, over Louisiana Lafayette on a Friday night affair. UAB's 4-1 and one start, only loss coming to the Miami Hurricanes. They've outscored their opponents 100-37 to 37 in the last three games. Louisiana Lafayette came out good at the beginning of the year. They beat out Iowa State, and, and then they've been shit since then. So uh, the spread is what is I think it's like minus, minus 2.5. Yeah, I think minus 2.5 on UAB. Get on that one on the, if you want some Friday night action. There's my two okay. picks for the week. Well, seeing as I'm in quarantine, I will definitely want Friday night action. So I'm in. You know what? I may even actually, I may even ride those picks, Kitch. Kitch, uh, do you want to just give us a quick, quick update on the player prop unders? Just not, the, just how's it going? So the player prop unders is last week were outstanding. We had standing. I think we had about a $9,000 profit on the, on the week. So it was, oh, it, was, it, was oh. it was a stellar, it was a stellar okay. week. Lots of unders and lots of the, even games like, like Tampa Bay, Green Bay. That was a huge under because the defense scored. Great. Defense scored, and they just started to run the ball to and they and a big lead. You want a big lead, and then we got Buffalo. It started to rain. It was windy. You want rain. You want you want running plays. You want injuries. Yeah, great, great for the game. Great for the you game. Want, you want injuries. You want catastrophic injuries. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want compound or, fractures to the ankle. Or, or Bart, you want or Bart, you want one guy to run for four hundred yards. Like, like yeah, one just guy. one guy. One guy. <laughs> one guy. Right. Hey, Heinz, well, Heinz, let Heinz, Heinz can run all over and nobody else can touch the ball. I know. You know what? I'm still, I don't know why I'm not doing this with you guys yet. I got to get on this. It's just, it's, there's empirical data. This works. <laughs> there, is, there is, there is, yeah. I know. I mean, I gotta, just stupid. Well, all the stupid shit I bet on and I won't do something that's almost a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's more if you do it, it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. <laughs> oh, it makes no sense. I got a problem. I got a problem. <laughs> All right, so we got to move on. We're we're just past sixty minutes, but we got to we we will go to our targeted seventy minute uh, agenda. So here we go. Dental trivia, quick dental. Yeah, it's got to be quick. I missed last week, so I think everyone uh, read the announcement today. The new Indiana Pacers have uh, hired uh, Raptors assistant Nick Bajorkin. <laughs> uh, Nick Tagliavuva. No, no, Jorkin. <laughs> Nate Jorkin. So the trivia. The trivia is, and I hope you guys can get this one. You guys are big Raptors fans. So Nate um, was hired by Nick Nurse. He was just a coach for, for two years when uh, Nick got Nick got brought on board. How many, guys, how many years, Bart, how many years has Nick Nurse known Nate 
but drug gang. <laughs> How many years have they known each other? Uh, so I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say they go back to definitely definitely call it. I'm gonna say they go back to high school. So. How old is Nick? Nick's 53. 53. So I'm going to say 16 off of 53. What's that? 37? 37 years. Okay. Well, clearly, clearly a Bjorken and, and a nurse didn't go to the same high school. That is for sure. Okay. Nurse is 53. Uh, Bjorken's 45. Yeah. So there oh, we go. So oh, I, 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 obviously I didn't have that information. I didn't have that information. Yeah, uh, uh, you, right. made you, made right, pick. No, you made your pick. I'm going from 25. No, no. You made your pick. You made your pick. I didn't know that. I go 28. I'm back to 28 now, Dano. Controversy. Uh, okay. This is bullshit. Go ahead. 25, uh, I know, uh, I'm pretty sure it goes back to his UK basketball days. Um, so, Nurse, how would you say Nurse was? 53. For the third time. Jesus. They played 28. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to go 18. Okay. The answer is 26. So, oh, interesting. Hello. So, so this, this is amazing. So, uh, Bjorken, whatever was 19 when Nurse coached him at the University of South Dakota. South Dakota. Right. He coached nice. him. They coached together in the D-League and then won a championship. Bajorkin was an unpaid volunteer when he started working with Nurse with the Iowa energy of the D-League back in 2007. He made 500 bucks in year two, 2,500 in year three. He worked as a part-time gym teacher to pay the bills. Like this, that, that's just an amazing story. Kind of like Nurse, right? They, these guys just want to coach. They want to coach, and now he's the head coach. Good for him. But, again, like this is what happens, right? When you become part of the coaching tree of guys that all of a sudden – like Nurse now – it's amazing how Nurse went from – no one ever heard of him when he got hired to – you have people like Bill Simmons, the guys around the league. So he's the best coach in the league. Like that's yeah. – it's crazy how quickly that can change. And now all of a sudden, if you're considered the best coach in the league, if you're an assistant under that guy yeah. – that's awesome, right? You are going to land some yeah. some good spots. Like, what's his face? Um, even under Casey, went to the Clippers as the lead assistant for the other guy. Year. The other guy's supposed to get a job too. The other the other yeah. assistant coach, yeah. I can't remember. Adrian's yeah. Isn't it? Adrian. It's all yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's shocking actually. Even though I'm not sure that trivia will ring home with the southeastern friends, but Deno, it's it's a little known fact, which is actually it's a you know it's a good, you know as kids would call it, it's a human interest story. Yeah, yeah. I love the human interest so, story. So for those that haven't read, the other trivia is going to be around Vince Scully. If you haven't read the story of him covering covering the last time the Dodgers won against Kirk Gibson, please YouTube it. It is the most amazing story that kind of motivated Gibson to get out of the trainer's room and go and hit that freaking home run. So please have a have a look so, at that on YouTube. Well, what is it? What exactly is it? Uh, Vince Scully was calling the game, and Gibson was actually in the actual trainer room. Like, he was done. Like, he wasn't going to come out and hit that home run off Eckersley. And then Vince Scully started talking about all oh, he's done. He can't he can't come out and play. And Gibson said, F you. Coach, put me in. I got I got one swing. Deno, send me the link and we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. All right. We'll do it. That, you know, by the way, I just like saying that because it sounds pretty fancy that we've got show notes. <laughs> it's a great story. It's a great story. Hey guys, just check the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, Bert. That's all I got. All right, Deno, thank you. Thank you. Uh all right, Kitsch, what drives us? Is that where is that where we're at on the agenda? What drives us? Well, we're at the top five TV shows. Oh, God. <laughs> the bump. The bump continues. The bump, we can't. We got to bump it. We got we to gotta bump it. Uh, well, you know, can we, can we, no, uh, no, no. We got to bump. We got to stick to the guys. Yeah, we got to bump it. Fuck. Sorry, Brock. <laughs> I had high hopes. I really did. All right, Brock, you're bumped. Once I'm telling you, he is Matt Damon. He's our Matt Damon. 
He goes, Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon. All right, uh, let's let's go. What, what drives you crazy? Dana, do you have one for us this week? Because you're, you're kicking it off. No, no. So instead of what drives me crazy, I'm going back to the wheel again. And like, are you kidding me? Bart, <laughs> are you kidding me? So anyways, we have our we were a baby on Tuesday. And all of a sudden, for some, some reason, someone hacked into my wife's email. So I don't catch enough. You got the got an email. So they someone hacked the email, and you know they send it this is email out saying, "Hey, uh, haven't talked to you in a while. I need you to do something for me, right?" So I got all these people emailing me. Like, do you think my wife's going to email you? She just had a kid, right? So, anyways, I'm getting these emails from people who are having a discussion with this robot or what do you call it? Bart? What do you call it? A bot? A bot. The bot. The bot. The bot, whatever. The live chat. The live chat. Yeah, the live chat. So so the bot, the bot then says, oh, thank you. I'm glad everything's well and all that kind of stuff. And then it says, I need to buy some gift cards for like my, my friend's daughter and I have no time. We have people that actually, that we know that went out and bought gift cards. That they actually <laughs> went out and bought gift cards and wow. they they have they have my wife's cell number like they could say hey you know maybe it was spam like her name was spelled wrong you know kind of kind of some that kind of stuff but wow. like i could I, I can see this <laughs> happening 20 years ago but like the, the one person called the police they called the police talking about what happened and stuff if i'm a police officer i'm going are you kidding me you're calling me. You're calling me about something you did because you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You actually went and bought these cards. Who'd you give them to? Anyways, like, come on, Bart. Are you well, kidding that, me? That police officer could have flown to that little call center in India and tried to find the guy who was doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, oh, man. So two things on this, Deno. Uh this is a totally new segment, which is not what you're, which, but by the way, I love it because I get, I got a thousand of these too. Uh, <laughs> we, have to, we have to implement this another segment. But, but let me tell you this. So Becky, my wife, she uh, got an email. I don't know if it was this week or last week, but it's a little eerie. Whatever the bot is emailing says, uh, I know you use this password and the password fucking, like it is one of our passwords. Oh, really? like, it is. Like it's like you're going, and it says, if you don't send me X amount of money, I can't remember what it was, uh, and this is non-negotiable, this, this is where they fuck up. Um, they, they said, we will distribute certain, vi certain things you've been watching on the internet to like 10 of your closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately I was like, what have I been watching? On the oh, that part's going, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> what's going on? There's no way they can't. They can't email her if I'm watching. No. Uh, no, no Bart, 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 you go, Becky, uh, from which computer? Uh, which uh, what yeah. computer? <laughs> I didn't even went to Becky. What are you watching? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what are you watching? And the kids aren't in the house right now. Uh, <laughs> we're going to edit that for Johnny. Um, obviously, nothing happened. But it was just like we were like, they actually had one of our, like, a commonly used password of ours. I'm going, wow, is that? Yeah, so it's, it is a little bit crazy. You know, I, I think the lesson there is maybe just be careful. Be careful. Everybody. <laughs> be careful. All right, so thank you once again for not uh, adhering to this segment with your new segment. I like it. I, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it. All right, Kit, you're up. 
So I, because we have a number of new listeners and I, and haven't heard a lot of the episodes, I went back and looked at the, the, the last 30 episodes and picked what I thought was the most popular, what drives you crazy. And I got feedback from people as being, this is the best one. So I'm going to, I'm going to re and it came up again last week. So I'm going to revisit it again. Oh, I know you're, re it. you're redoing, uh, what I'm redoing, I'm doing, yeah, redoing like one from, from like week five. Yeah. Cause how many people, when we had 15 listeners a week five, we've expanded. Uh, a bit that, so. Is this the clean lady? Chopping. This is chopping. it. This oh. is it. No, cleaning up, cleaning oh. up for the cleaning lady. Oh yeah. Think about that sense. How many, how many people does your wife say, you know what? We got to clean for the cleaning lady. So why are we paying this person to clean our house and then having us clean it before she comes? Uh, she is she is not going to judge us like the reason we have hired her is because our house is not clean like I, I never understood this concept but once again last week i found myself cleaning for the cleaning lady so that was my drives you crazy that got the biggest fan feedback for the first 30 episodes well, so, it's, true. It's, so true it's so true it's it's incredibly true except i would argue one point you just said there I think the cleaning ladies absolutely do judge. I am pretty sure there's a Tuesday night bar session somewhere <laughs> where all the cleaning ladies are getting together going, you won't believe the shithole I just found myself in. I think that happens for sure. I can tell you what our cleaning lady, she's saying, oh my God, I'm getting paid a hundred bucks to clean this person's house. I don't have to do anything because they clean it before I get there. That's what they're saying. <laughs> I can't believe they got another dog. I thought the thought the kids moved out. Why they get another dog? <laughs> no, don't even go there. Don't even go there. Terrible decision. Terrible decision. All right, uh, that's what we got. Oh, God, we are, we are really leaking. Yeah. Really leaking. Leaking, um, leaking. So, I'm on a plane yesterday, and I'm flying back to Bermuda, and the first one is a, a Savannah to Atlanta, so it's like a 44 minute flight. So I sit down, uh, COVID times, so there's no one in the middle seat. I'm in the window, guys in the aisle. So we sit down. I have to come, I have to like go through him because he got in there first. Anyways, I sit down, <laughs> I'm just getting settled. And next thing you know, this guy starts tapping his foot and his leg. Like he's, like he's bouncing a baby with the intent of giving the baby shaken baby syndrome. Like that's how fucking crazy this person is going. Like, I'm like, okay, well, this is weird. So maybe I'm thinking, well, maybe he's nervous, fly, like whatever, like something's not right. For 43 straight minutes, that guy did not stop. Like to the point, like I'm not, I've got my tray out to watch uh, my iPad and the tray is shaking because <laughs> this guy is tapping so hard, so violently. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? This is more of a, are you fucking kidding? But I was like, did he not, he must know he's doing this and he must know that I'm right next to him. And I, the number of times I glanced over, like, to sort of like, hey, you know what's going on over here, right? Like, there's there's two of us in this row. <laughs> like, this is unbelievable. So we land, and I, you know, as we're getting, I'm like, you must be happy we're down. And he looked at me, he's like, well, what are you talking about? And he, was, he said, he's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I, I thought, you know what? I've got like a 30 minute connection, and it's like it's at Leanna Prairie Airport. I gotta go. I, I don't want to break this down with this guy. <laughs> he's like, I think he's totally. Blue. I think he had no idea. He's a violent knee shaker. But guess what? <laughs> Have some awareness. It's not the most pleasant thing for your seatmate. I can tell you that right now. So the heck, I think our, our what drives you crazy shouldn't focus on people's medical conditions. I know that. I think that's <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy. Listen, this is not a medical condition. <laughs> it was fine. As soon as I sat down, he started shaking. <laughs> he was nervous. 
Maybe he thought you had COVID or something, Bert. Why does it ever fire? And that's what I started out there. I tried to break the edge. Hey, you must be happy we're down. He was like, no, fuck you. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there you go. So we be be careful of that. All right, we're wrapping up. We're 115 in AOB. My OB, I sent out to you guys last night. So Tim Donahue, the, uh, N- the, the NBA ref who was in the whole point shaving scandal and, and, and got investigated, went and served 15 months in prison for fixing games as an NBA referee. With the mob. He was basically working with the mob. He is now back officiating again. I read a thing. It's the headline, Tim, Tim Donahue officiating. I'm like, what the heck? So I pulled up. He's officiating. Yeah. Pro wrestling, not WWE <laughs> though. It's like it's this minor oh leagues, minor yeah. leagues. Yeah. So I know you guys are gonna like this for a sport that's fixed. Might as well put a ref in there that fixes stuff as well. <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, that is uh, oh, the guy's gonna make a living. Gotta work somewhere, Dano. <laughs> like how again? I won't get on this, but how the NBA covered up that is unbelievable. Like that could have shut their league down. Yeah. Right, or like cause a lot of issues, and they just swept it on the carpet somehow. They Still, did that, that one, oh. sort of. Yeah, it got away. Really, well, you know what? They had a they had their uh, their patsy, right? They had what's his name? Who shot uh, Kennedy? They had to Lee Harvey Oswald, right? <laughs> clearly, that's deeper than just one guy. Oh, clearly. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So there you go. All right, Dan, do you have any AOB for us? Just a quick one. Again, there's a few. I'm sure there's a few dads that are on the on the call here. I was telling the wife after our first kid and then our second one, like, like, imagine, imagine this baby had two of me, like instead of the wife and I, like, imagine having two of me, no, the men have no intuition, no, like, what do you do with this baby that's crying and stuff? And she goes, oh, well, that's why, Mike, we, we have our roles. I'm going, no, like the kid, the kid probably wouldn't eat a lot. They'd be like, they'd be they'd have sleeping disorders. They'd be eating like chips, chips, a lot of chips, chips, a lot of chips, chips, chocolate. Chips. They won't just sleep sure. a lot. They eat a lot of chocolate though, or whatever. But I'm just like going, oh my God, thank God, thank God, it's not two of me. And then after watching watching our baby born, oh my God, like what would the population be? Seriously, what would the population be if men had to go and have the baby? I would not. I don't think I'd sign up for it. I was telling, I was telling the wife, I go, this is this is Fawn's fourth baby. I go, it was like a UFC fight. It was like. Like it was like the early rounds, right? Of course, you're getting pains and stuff. And the fifth round, they need a knockout, and it was like it was full contact, full like grabbing stuff, going crazy. And I'm going, I don't. I think the population would be like twenty percent of what it is. Like actually, it'd be extinct. 20. It'd be extinct. Oh we, yeah, we'd be extinct within a hundred years. There'd be no population, no Earth, because men would not would not go do it. <laughs> that's my AOB. I'll leave it at that. But I, I really believe it. I really believe it. Can I just tell you, uh, if that was the process to deliver children, I wouldn't want to be part of the act to make the kid. You know what? It would be all outsourced. It'd be all outsourced. Everything, right? Like the, 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 the sex, the everything, whatever. Everything's outsourced and someone just drops it off. Thank you. What's that cost? Hundred grand. Thank you. you, you know Birth control would be like a hundred hundred bucks a pill. You'd be you'd be buying up by the dozens. You'd be buying it <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, well, That's my OB. In in my quest to uh, not talk as much, which I think I've done a great job. Uh, 
Or no AOB for me. I'm going to slow it down. No AOB. <laughs> Except for Dodgers 8 1, that's an over. Oh, 8 1. Wow. Yes. wow. Check me over. Okay, listen, that's it. So, uh, again, until we can find a better exit, even though I don't think we can, because nope. we are a Raptors podcast, borderline, Kawhi. Here we go. Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win.